Hello, my name is Ashley Redmond. I am an astrologer, holy fire Reiki master, and intuitive. This is my podcast, Manifest Magic. Hi guys, I hope you're enjoying this Aquarius season so far. This week we have a full moon in Leo that's happening and the Leo full moon is going to bring some passion, some fire, maybe a little bit of drama because Leo is ruled by the sun and it is also the rule of the fifth house in astrology and the fifth house in astrology has to do with enjoyment, fun, self-expression, creativity, play, as well as gambling, romance, love, glamour, and children. So this is a very playful and fun energy we have. And it's helpful for you to think back to August 18th at the new moon in Leo, because the new moon in Leo was when something began And this full moon in Leo happening on January 28th is bringing something to fruition or culmination. It's also shining a light on something in an area of our life and it will be in the same area of our life that it was in with the new moon in August. Leo full moon is going to bring some fireworks. It's very helpful to know where you have Leo in your chart and remembering there is a bit of unpredictable energy coming up with this full moon because Uranus and Mars are going to be in Taurus. And these two guys can be a little wild, bringing some heat, some electricity. This full moon is going to also be in opposition of Jupiter and Saturn who are in Aquarius with the sun, there's going to be an amplification of emotions or energies, let's say passion, something will ignite, something will come full circle for us, maybe a desire. And this Leo full moon is asking us to connect more with our heart, our desires. Leo is the ruler of the heart. Leo is the ruler of the heart. Leo is the energy which helps us shine and move forward with courage and confidence at this full moon in Leo, we need to really connect with what is driving us, what is fueling us, what is the thing we desire most that we wish to create because Leo is incredibly creative energy and it's leadership, it's sunshine, it's happiness, it's joy. How can you create more joy in your life? How can you lead a more passionate life? What brings you passion into your life? What fills your heart with joy? What does your heart desire? These are all questions that we can ask ourselves with this full moon in Leo. I want to break down sign by sign where this energy will be for you. So starting with Aries, this full moon is going to bring in some opportunity when it comes to romance When it comes to fun, when it comes to playing, could be children, could be dating, exciting, fun energy, an opportunity to have some fun and to flirt. Taurus, this full moon is bringing in an energy around family life, home life, domestic life, our foundations, allowing for some healing, 
maybe a little family drama. You never know. There could be some pettiness involved when it comes to your home life, your domestic life, but finding a way to create peace within your home. Gemini, this full moon in Leo is about communication, thinking, speaking, sharing ideas, and receiving information as well. How are you expressing yourself? How do you want to express yourself? What is it that you wish to express? Emphasis for you is on information, sharing, and receiving. Cancer, this full moon is about money for you, luxury, possessions, finances. How do you wish to create more abundance? How do you wish to create more financial security in your life? How do you wish to create more wealth? Maybe a work promotion, maybe a new investment, maybe a new way to earn cash. And Leo, with this full moon, this is your full moon of the year. It's about your self-expression, glitz and glamour, theatrics. This full moon is about you as an individual, how you want to be seen, how you want to show up in the world. What is the image you wish to show? What is the image you wish to put forward into the world? How do you identify with your self, with your path? Who are you? What is your highest potential? That is the full moon in Leo for you. Virgo, this full moon is going to illuminate an area of your chart that has to do with quietness, rest, rejuvenation. Great time for you to practice your meditation or have a spa day, finding ways to rejuvenate, restore your energy, and just take a break and rest. Okay, so quiet time, maybe a little bit of peaceful activities like yoga, like a bath, anything that helps you feel more rested and restored. Libra, this full moon is going to be in your house of friends and groups and society, bringing an emphasis to the people in your life that you are connected to. And this is specifically around friendships or the groups that you are associated with. Also, this is the house of hopes, wishes, and dreams. Maybe there's something that you've been hoping for or wishing for to create on a grander scale or something you wish to share with the world it's time for you to be social. It's time for you to get out. It's time for you to have a fun time and connect with other people. Scorpio, this full moon is bringing an emphasis onto your work life, your career path, what it is you wish to accomplish. Think back to how much you've accomplished over the last six months and what is it that's driving you? What is it that you wish to create in your career around your legacy? What is it that lights you up and that fills you with passion? Set some big goals for yourself with this full moon around your career. And also with who it is you wish to be seen as when it comes to your work, when it comes to your public image. Sagittarius, this full moon is going to be in your house of adventure and expansion, wisdom, truths, truth-seeking Sagittarius, this is a time for you to get inspired and to really connect with what it is 
that brings you a sense of fulfillment, whether it's going back to school, whether it's a new book, whether it's planning a trip abroad, how can you expand further in your life? Okay, Capricorn, this full moon is going to be in your house of transformation. This is a time for you to purge yourself of any attachments, obsessions, vices, unhealthy behaviors, unhealthy psychological patterns. Great time to do some healing. Great time to do some internal work. Letting go of fears. Letting go of things that you felt bound to. And just giving the skeletons in the closet a clean sweep. This also is going to shine a light on your shared finances. So debts, taxes, any sort of random bills could come up and it's just a good time to take care of everything or make maybe a financial assessment of your current reality. Aquarius, this full moon is going to be in your house of partnerships, marriage, committed relationships. This is also the house that has to do with best friends or people that we work with on an intimate level. This is a time to take stock of your close relationships and partnerships finding more balance within these relationships. How can you make your personal relationships better? How can you make your marriage better? How can you make your romantic relationship better? How do you need to move forward with your romantic relationship or marriage? How can you be a better partner? Full Moon and Leo is going to bring some passion, maybe even a little bit of drama to your partnership. It's a great time to express yourself and to proclaim your love for someone. Pisces, this full moon is going to be in your house of health, work, and service. This is a great time for you to set some fitness goals, some lifestyle goals. How can you find more balance in your daily life with your daily energy? And how are you using your energy? Do you feel that you need to bring more organization into your life? Do you feel that you need to be a little bit more structured when it comes to your daily life, your work, your fitness. The sixth house is the systems in our life. And if we felt like we've been a little scattered, a little disorganized, we have not been following our to-do lists or using our calendars, this is the time to do it. And it's also a time to assess what you're investing your energy in on a daily basis, what's working, what's not working. And that is all of the signs for the full moon in Leo. We also have Mercury retrograde starting on Sunday, January 30th in Aquarius. This is going to be interesting since we have many planets in Aquarius already this year. We've got Jupiter, we've got Saturn, we've got Venus coming into Aquarius, and we will also have, well, we have the sun in Aquarius right now. Mercury is going to be retrograding in Aquarius throughout Aquarius season. Mercury retrograde in Aquarius is going to be a greater cause to social groups, to humanitarian efforts, maybe more organization when it comes to society. And this is also going to bring a big focus onto technology. Since Mercury rules the mind, thinking, speaking, communication, it also rules technology. Mercury in Aquarius has to do with how we are communicating with each other or groups. So think of a Zoom call or think of how you use maybe Zoom in your work or with the people in your office or how you have been using these different means of communication or technology throughout this past year. 
And this Mercury retrograde can maybe make things a little interesting, a little complicated when it comes to our communication, when it comes to our technology. So definitely make sure that you are double checking things. You're making sure that your computer's backed up, your phone's backed up, your phone's updated, avoiding glitches because Mercury retrograde loves to throw some glitches in. So with that said, you never know, maybe Zoom's going to go down, the internet's going to go down, some sort of fun social media chaos will occur with this Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. That's what I'm feeling. Just make sure that you have everything updated and backed up and everything will be fine. But we have these two wonderful things happening for us this week. I want to talk a bit about February since February 1st is next Monday. And on February 1st, Venus will be going into Aquarius. Venus is the planet of love, pleasure, abundance, and attraction. Venus in Aquarius is quirky. It's funny. It's a little bit outside of the box. So over the next weeks, we have Venus in Aquarius until February 25th. We will be expressing our love in maybe a more unique way. Aquarius is revolutionary. It's thinking outside of the box. It's doing things differently. It's doing things that are outside of the social norms, maybe even traditional. Venus and Aquarius will help us find more pleasure and joy and maybe being a little different or doing things a little different, expressing things a little different. For example, maybe instead of buying our loved one flowers, we buy them something quirky and strange. That's Venus and Aquarius. Venus and Aquarius is also very connected to friendship. Since Aquarius values friendship above everything else, and Venus in Aquarius wants to connect in its relationships more on a friendship level. When this comes to relationships that are romantic, it's about being each other's best friends, being able to share ideas since Aquarius is an air energy. Aquarius is a fast energy as well. So one of the things we may see with Venus and Aquarius is that it's a sudden, quick, moving energy. There could be some changes around our romantic life, around our partnerships. Maybe we meet someone new. Maybe we start dating someone new suddenly. and We meet them in an odd way. Since we'll have Mercury retrograde as well, it could be through social media. It could be through our friends since Aquarius rules our friend groups. There is a greater opportunity for us to meet romantic partners through socializing through our friends because of Aquarius being there. But with Venus and Aquarius, things could move quickly in our relationships with other people, especially romantic. Since Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and Uranus is fast, it's quick, it's exciting, it's electric, it's explosive. Venus and Aquarius will be a fun transit. Next week, we will also have Venus make a conjunction to Saturn in Aquarius. When Venus and Saturn meet up, this happens once a year. Venus and Saturn, Venus is love, Saturn is commitment. So around February 6th, depending where you have Aquarius in your chart, there could be a commitment that's made. Maybe a deeper level you will be going to in a relationship you guys will find that 
you want to take things to the next level or maybe if this is somewhere in your chart, let's say an idea you want to commit to or a goal or a job or maybe even moving in to a new home or finding a new home. But somewhere for each of us, this is going to occur in our life and it's asking us to create or make a commitment to stick with it. And maybe it's us finding that we're going to do this thing, whatever it is we commit to, in a different way, in our own way, because it's Aquarius. And Aquarius is rebellious. Aquarius is freedom. Aquarius, again, not concerned with other people's opinions or the social norm. Aquarius likes to be odd, funny, outside of the box, even a little strange. Aquarius is a very free-spirited energy. And it's about connecting, finding a intellectual connection or finding intellectual stimulation. It's a very fast moving analytical energy. Aquarius is brilliance. It's these genius ideas that come into us like lightning bolts. So while we're moving through Aquarius season, we're going to at one point, and I know I've said this, we're going to have six planets in Aquarius with the new moon in Aquarius on February 11th. This is the most Aquarius season, I think, of all time that we will maybe experience. At least we will not experience this again for several, several years to come. And this energy we have to work with during Aquarius season is so powerful. It's really allowing us to create these new foundations, these new beliefs, these new avenues in our life. And to really shake things up, to become more individual, to become more comfortable within ourselves and definitely letting go of what we feel we need to do or how we feel we need to live or, you know, being concerned with what other people think about us, if we're doing things correctly, if we're following the rules, all this stuff. Aquarius is like, nah. Concerned with others and concerned with the well-being of others very considerate energy, but Aquarius is not about having to mold itself or shape itself to fit in. It's okay with standing out. It's okay with being different. It's okay with being a little odd and a little crazy because Aquarius gives each of us this ability to be free from judgment of others and to live our lives in the most truthful and open-minded, authentic way. I want to talk a bit about Aquariuses. I love Aquariuses. I have to say a lot of my friends are Aquariuses. A lot of people in my life are Aquariuses. And being a Sagittarius, I get along very well with them because Sagittarius is fire. We are wild and we are independent and adventurous and funny and we don't take things too seriously. We do things our own way. This resonates very much with Aquarian energy because Aquarian energy loves to be independent and free and do things differently. And like Sagittarius is completely okay with being different, being a little wild, being a little out there. Sagittarius and Aquarius connect. We get each other. I love Aquariuses because the Aquariuses I know are so funny and so smart, brilliant people, incredibly open-minded, intellectual, very considerate of others, very good friends, because Aquariuses 
value friendship above all else. They value this basic consideration, respect for people. And they're very much concerned with the well-being of other people. And not just the people in their lives, but the well-being of society, groups. It's a very humanitarian energy. One of the traits I love, though, most about Aquariuses is that they're just a little quirky, they're a little funny, and they don't try to be because one of the things about them is that they can be they can be a bit aloof. They're not known for being overly emotional. They're more mental, but they are very protective, I would say, about themselves because they allow themselves to detach a bit. Aquariuses are known for being detached, and some Aquariuses can get into trouble for being too emotionally detached because they're so mental, because they don't want to connect to their emotions, because emotions can be a very scary place, especially for an air sign that relies so heavily on their intellect and, you know, logical mind to rationalize everything in life. So feelings are kind of funny because we cannot always rationalize our emotions. And it's not always easy to just shove our emotions into a box and hide them. But you Aquariuses can do a really good job of that. And you're just a funny group. You're quirky, you're goofy, you do some weird things, you say some weird things. But most of all, you are very honest, you're very open, and you're so smart. So Aquariuses, you're the best. We love you. And with that said, I am going to be bringing on one of my Aquariuses to talk to you guys and to let her share a little bit more about who she is and her experience of being a Aquarius. Okay, so I want to welcome one of my favorite Aquariuses today, Giovanna, one of my dearest friends, and I want to ask her about her experience of being an Aquarius. Gio, welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Do you mind introducing yourself a little bit? Of course. Well, I'm very happy to be on. I'm always happy to talk about being an Aquarius. (laughs) And, um, I mean, basically I've always had this affinity towards, um, astrology and anything that has to do with horoscopes and stuff like that. I always felt like for some reason, my sister and I, my twin sister, we were always very different than other people. And, um, we would always tend to connect with people that thought differently as well. And I think that over time, as I grew up, and luckily my mother was very into this as well, um, I was able to find kind of like a connection with other Aquarius as well. So that was always really nice. So Aquariuses are known for being unique and thinking outside of the box. And they are also very connected to groups and social causes. Do you feel like that resonates with you? Um, yes, social causes for sure. Um, I knew from when I was little that I wanted to do something to help our community, whether it was volunteering or me ended up in news, um, for a long time, you know, trying to get information out there and helping in the middle of a hurricane. That was always very interesting. So I did have a connection. I do feel sometimes that Aquarians have a big spectrum so agreed yeah so 
you can get like a very, very structured aquarium. I'm not an expert on this, but you can get like a very, very structured aquarium or you can get like kind of loopy, which is yes. always really interesting. Not loopy, but. Wild card. Yeah, like a wild card. Out there. That's That's one of the things I love about you guys is that you have such an open mind and such a unique perspective on things. And you are some of the people that you can talk to about anything and everything. And typically no subject is inappropriate or too Whoa. much for you, which I love because you, yeah, and you guys have such an objective way of viewing the world. Well, we're also like, um, and I can also very much connect with this when it comes to occurring. We're very curious. Yes. About everything and anything. So there's no topic we will not discuss. Um, there's a tendency to get into the black hole of different things um and kind of just always have to learn new things discover new ways of thinking study new cultures there's always this like desire to do so and it never stops it's amazing do you feel like you are very mentally stimulated person yes always always but to a detriment like my mind does not stop you know, it's very hard for me to sit still and just stay for hours at a time in one place if I'm not, if I don't receive some sort of stimulation, like mental stimulation. I'm not very prone to small talk. I'm not very prone to conversations with people that have a need to just discuss superficial items and stuff like that. And it's always been that way. It's very weird. It's not something that was socialized. It's just since I was very, very little, um, I don't know. It's just this constant curiosity for, to tap into like universal knowledge and to try and see how other people live their lives. And in the sense of like cultures and mentalities, beliefs, etc. It's just, it is very, I mean, I don't know. It's a drive. It's very strange. I can't explain it, but. So uh, Aquarian. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually helped me throughout my career in different aspects. Um, you know, going back to the sense of um, community and stuff like that and having a need to do that, each one of my jobs has a mission. Um, yes, it's work, it's a career and everything, but it's something that's positive, that's helping some way. Like I cannot have a, I cannot take a job without knowing that there's something positive going out there. I love that. Yeah. What do you feel most passionate about in life? Ooh, love. Okay. Love, living, connecting. I love it. I love connecting with people. I could, I always say this, I could talk to a wall. <laughs> I know you could. <laughs> I love learning about other people. I love connecting with people. And I love, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love love. I love things that have mm -hmm. to do with it. I love seeing people in love. I'm just, I don't know. There's some sort of, I'm very passionate about that. And I'm very passionate about um, traveling, love traveling. Oh. You're someone that is also happy to see other people happy. Oh, yes. That's so addictive. I could be very sad. And if I see other people happy, it makes me happy. 
Hmm. Kind of like it's a little bit selfish, but it's kind of like a drug. It's amazing. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. It's not selfish. It's selfless. Yeah. What is the most important thing to you in relationships? All relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, family relationships. What is it that you value most? Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, I would have to say honesty. Above all truth. That is something that I'm not sure where that came from. But I've always valued that to the T. Even if it's something I don't like, honesty all the time. And just like a sense of commitment to um, staying connected. But always honesty. Like I cannot have a, a relationship, a friendship or anything if there's not honesty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I'm not sure if that's an Aquarian trait is it I think it is I I do because Aquarius's value most of all friendship in all of their relationships and I think that honesty and trust are probably you know two of those things that are really important in any friendship or relationship to you guys because friendship is the basis of all of your relationships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very true. I cannot have a relationship if I don't have the foundation of a friendship of that like deep connection either so that's very true but to me it's always been I mean honesty and trust always I don't know I don't know why <laughs> good ones those are important very important what is your superpower as an Aquarius My superpower is an Aquarius. Oh, I think it would be connection. Mm -hmm. Connection. I, you can put me in a room and you can probably put me with the most difficult person in the room. And I don't know. I've just, I've always been able to just not get, I guess, get through. It would be get through. I would, I've always been able to get through in some form or manner where I can get them to kind of connect and mm -hmm. converse and share and find some sort of commonality. Um, oh, and that's such a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful because we're all in this journey called life. And, you know, the more we can do it together, the better. So I think that's my superpower. I've just always, even if it's like, and, and if the person's quiet, I don't know. I've just always been able to, since I was little, and I really, really do enjoy that. I think it's a superpower because even if you don't agree with their views or agree with their lifestyle or agree with anything, you can find some sort of commonality and some sort of place where you both can connect, you know, and it's always a nice reminder, especially in these times, you know, to always feel connected and to, to know that none of us are ever alone. Human connection, Aquarius. Is it? Yes. Why is that though? Aquarius rules humanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and connecting with people, connecting with groups and finding that commonality that we all have within one another. So what does that mean for the age of Aquarius for us? Aquarius? That's what the age of Aquarius is about. There's an emphasis on us 
creating a new world where the needs of everyone are being met. And everyone's more aware of others, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And Aquarius also brings us a new way of seeing things and a new way of doing things because Aquarius is a non-traditional energy. It's progressive. It's forward thinking. It's fast paced. It's all about change. And it's also connected to technology. For example, look at Zoom, right? We're able to connect with multiple people or social media, very Aquarian energy. Yes, social media is actually, it's actually really funny that you say that because um, throughout my career, I've always had some form of connection to social media and to any outlet that connects us and it's mm-hmm. through technology you know mm-hmm. it's, just, it's such a, i mean i think it's such a beautiful thing to be able to connect it's always it is you know, it is why bunker away and why stay away from others when you know somebody else i mean something i've always found is that even even in the worst conversations somebody will teach you something whether it's a perspective on life, whether it's a different view, whether it's, you know, human nature or, you know, just random facts. But I just, I don't know. Connection's always been such a big thing. I'm really happy that that's happening more, especially when it comes to technology where you can just dial someone in at the other side of the world and be talking about a minute. I love it. I love it. What is your biggest goal for this year? With all the Aquarian energy. My biggest goal. Well, I have a couple. It depends what sector it's in. But overall, it's to improve our community. Whether local or global, do things that will help leave this world a better place than when we were born. And so that's been a big thing. And that's been something that's coming from like, I don't know, my soul is just driving me towards it. Like making time to volunteer, you know, help someone in need. I don't know, be kind to a person on the street. Just do something positive. I mean, last year was very intense. And mm-hmm. so I think whatever we can do as human beings to another human being to make their life a little bit better, that's a big goal. That is a huge goal because... At the end of the day, we don't really leave this life with our things, with anything physical. So it's very aligned with Aquarian energy this year. And I must say, you Aquarians are especially lucky in 2021 because you have Jupiter, the planet of luck, abundance, and blessings moving through your sign. And this happens every 12 mm-hmm. years. And so I've been telling all of my Aquariuses that you're very lucky. Enjoy this year and make your dreams come true. I love it. Yes. Do you have any words of advice for For Aquariuses? Yes. So we have Jupiter and Aquarius for most of the year. So it's a time to really welcome in all of the amazing, wonderful things that you're receiving and be open to receiving because you are so lucky and you're so blessed this year. But with that said, you also have Saturn in your sign for the next two and a half years. And Saturn is a different energy. It's about maturity 
It's about responsibility and creating a foundation. So basically, you need to take all of the blessings you're receiving this year and create something with that that will last into the future. I love it. What mm-hmm. a great day. We should have an Aquarius party, socially distanced. Yes. Yes. It's a celebration. This year, it's basically Christmas for you every every day. If you want to look at it that way, that's the energy you have. <laughs> well, then I'm going to try to meditate more often. See Just enjoy your life. It. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And then, oh, well, thank you so much, Gio, for joining us. It's a pleasure. No and um, thank you for sharing your Aquarian energy with all of us today. Oh, no, thank you for having me. I always listen to your podcast. I love it. Anytime. <laughs> so in tune. I always feel like when I listen to it, I'm just like, oh, this is totally what is happening. Thank you. I, I'm glad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad. It's very useful. It's always like I don't know. Thank you. Like having a, you know, having a guru at home. Amazing. <laughs> Cosmic energies. Yes. I love yes. It.